0: you for downloading this podcast from Victory Outreach Manchester. We pray that this message will bless your life as you listen. When When we did our budgets this year, we planned that we were going to spend this much on food. Guess what? We're not spending this much. We're having to spend this much for three reasons. First reason is we're overwhelmed. Every week's a record week at the moment with the amount of people and it's only gonna get busier, isn't it? And once we have the next um, crisis around the cost of living, uh, we're gonna see more and more members coming in and we're witnessing that right across the movement. The second thing is we plan maybe max, surely food prices aren't gonna go up more than 10%. Well, the food that we're having to buy is going up by 20 odd percent. So we've got more food needed, it's going up by 20 odd percent. And there's less food in the system Super markets are working smarter than ever in terms of best before. You may notice that in the in the stores, they're giving away less food to charities like us. And so we're having to, when we started COVID, the system was awash with food, and we were getting 95% of our food donated. Right now, we're having to buy 95%. And it's it's literally millions of pounds a year. So it but it's worth it, it is so worth it for what's happening. And uh, so we would love it if you're able, on top of what you give to Victor, Ari to support us. And if you are able to support the grocery vision, the new groceries, the stepping up we're going to be doing this year with a regular gift. Because a regular gift is the lifeblood to help us plan. We'd love, because we want it to be partnership, partnership with local churches, partnership with Christians. We'd love to give you some gifts. And in this, you'll get this beautiful, we are the message bag. And in here is a whole bunch of goodies from the message. We produce all these resources, but they're for our partners, really, people like you. And in here is not just my latest book, A Burning Heart, but it's a hardback version, especially for our partners. And I think you'll like that. And um, I'm not saying it's the best Christian book ever written. I'm saying it's the best one I've written, I think and I've written about 11, so that's the best recommend I can give it. It's called A Burning Heart, and people seem to be really blessed by that. You'll also get a beautiful little book in here from Amy Or Ewing, who's one of our trustees at The Message, and she's a theologian. She's amazing, but where is God in all the suffering? You want to know that, don't you? And Amy's written this precious book. There's a guy called Patrick Dixon, who is uh, an absolute legend of the faith and he's a he's a futurologist he 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 works with companies like Microsoft to try and plan what's coming down the tracks you know what's going to happen and what do we need to know about this crazy world we live in um and he works with the biggest businesses in the world he's a doctor but he's amazing Patrick and he's written a book and he's a spirit-filled Christian called the future of everything this is a book you won't want to put down sounds good doesn't it and you'll get this book Which is a precious book written by Tim Tucker, who heads up our work in South Africa. Five years ago, he went on holiday with his wife and three kids. She was 38 years old, his wife, and she had a brain aneurysm and she died. And it shocked our movement to the core, I can tell you. And this is one of my best mates, and he's he's actually over this week. And um, he wrote a book called Grief and Grace. Because we do grieve, let's be honest, we do face challenges, but we don't face them like other people. And even in the midst of his deep grief, he found the grace of God and the help. So sooner or later, we're all going to need to read a book like this, aren't we? Because we're all going to face grief, and you will maybe know some people. So a beautiful hardback version of, of Tim's book, and you'll get, it just keeps on coming, a CD from one of our many bands. This is Amongst Wolves. Um... If you're over about 30, you'll probably hate this because it's a racket. But your your kids will love it. So uh, you get all that stuff. And that is if you sign a regular gift up of any amount. And it will go directly towards helping us to provide food for the Salford Grocery and our grocery network right across the country. So if you're able to do that, you need to see Dennis. Dennis, stand up. There's Dennis right at the back. And guess what? It's Dennis's 60th birthday today as well. How about that? Not only, where's Malcolm, is Malcolm here? Is Malcolm here? Yes, there he is, there he is. Stand up, Malcolm. Yeah. Go and give Dennis a kiss. <laughs> anyway, and uh, Dennis is amazing. You actually saw him on the video. He's, uh, he's another one of our trophies. We first met Dennis in Strangeways Prison. One of our guys was teaching him guitar and uh, he gave his life to Christ and he's joined our program and now he's a a leader within the message and just a legend. And he's 60 today and he looks annoyingly about 40. He does if you meet him. How's that 60 year old guy? Cool and got those dreadlocks and all that going on anyway. That's Dennis. That's Dennis. So please go and see him at the back. A regular gift of any amount and we'll give you all those goodies and uh, keep you up to speed with this adventure around the message groceries. I was, asked, I was asked on my way in anyway, we're going to get into the Bible now at last. Um, and uh, I was asked for a title and I thought, oh no, I've not got a title. And then I just said off the cuff in the little prayer meeting before, I said, why don't we call it the most exciting chapter ever written? How about that for a claim? The most exciting chapter ever written. And I wonder if you've been a Christian for a little while what chapter that might be. I think most Christians might agree that Acts chapter 2 is the most exciting chapter ever written. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in the Bible, but this is next level. It's been called the birth of the church. Except it wasn't the birth of the church, because the church was already there. There was only 120 strong, and they were having their prayer meeting and the worship service with the doors locked of the upper room for fear of the Jews. You know, they were like, are we going to go the same way Jesus went on that cross? And they were scared people. They were on the back foot. They certainly weren't ready to change the world. And this is what happened. Acts chapter 2, and I'll read you the first 11 verses, and then I'll share a few thoughts, and then... We'll see what God wants to do. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled. Now they were staying in in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each of them was hearing in their own language Utterly amazed, they asked, Are all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Ferga and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Judaism Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues, amazed and perplexed. They asked each other, what does this mean? I love these verses so much. They start off with a, a suddenly. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly. Do you like the suddenlies of God? Anybody want a suddenly of God? Where we go from this place to this place, Suddenly. Last night, it was my mate's 60th birthday. Jeremy, though, I've known for 40 years. And he's a Christian, but he's a bit of a wibbly-wobbly Christian who's not connected into, into church at the moment. And I, and I went to see Jeremy a month ago. And Jeremy said to me a month ago, he said, oh, mate, things are really hard. Financial pressure, you can't believe it. I mean, Dad died two years ago. I mean, trying to sell his flat for 18 months, not at a sniff. And I've got to pay all the council tax, I've got to pay all the bills. It's a real burden and I need that house to sell. Plus, I've got no work. I'm a painter and decorator. I've I've been busy for like months, nothing, absolutely nothing. And I said, mate, I'll pray for you. That was Sunday. Monday, after 18 months of nothing, he had not one but two offers on the flat. And he sold the flat. He also had a phone call saying, I've got three months painting and decorating work for you. At the local vicarage. <laughs> He's painting the... Lo- I'm like, can you not see God's megaphone, Jeremy? Where you're just praying, you go from this place to this place, literally overnight. You like the sound of that? Why not? Why not for you? Why would God not answer your cry suddenly, swiftly, in his own beautiful timing? When we started the message, one of the best things we decided to do was once a month, we'll have a, a prayer day. So he started with like four of us and my mate Mark on his acoustic guitar and we spend the whole day praying. Now we have 250 plus people gathering a power pack worship time of praise and sharing our stories and all that. And it's just kept me going really over these years, these prayer days. But on a, maybe our first or second prayer day, I feel like God gave me a vision. I've, I've, and this has only happened to me about twice in my life, but I was like out in the spirit. I was like on the deck. And I got this picture And it was a picture of me with a saw in my hand. And I was like sweating, and I was sawing, trying to cut through. And then I saw another picture of me stood by one of those circular saws. You know those really fast circles, and logs were flying off into this basket. And it's like, you're gonna see, I felt like God said, you're gonna see what it's like to go from this, doing it in your own effort, and you're cutting through, and it's hard work, and you're getting there, but flipping heck, it's killing you. To this, watching me do my thing by the power of the Spirit. Do you like suddenlies of God? When suddenly, it's the same guy, but it's a completely different result. Well, this is what happened on the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, there was a manifestation of sound and sight and speech. Listen, suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole place. They saw what seemed like tongues of fire. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak. So there was sound and sight and speech. And there were the emblems of the Holy Spirit. You know what the emblems of the Holy Spirit are in the Bible? All the way through fire and wind. That's how God describes Himself. There was tongues of fire on the head, and there was a sound like a, a violent wind. And I love that so much, because wind and fire can be reassuring and comfortable, can't they? You know, if you gather around a fire on a, a cool, cool night, or around a fire, on a cool night, a fire pit, or you, a gentle breeze, you lay on the beach, it's boiling hot, and there's a gentle breeze. But fire and wind can also be uncontrollable, uncontainable. They can both take out a city in just a few hours, can't they? A hurricane or a great wildfire can sweep through a city and God knows who needs what today. Do you need the gentle breeze of the Holy Spirit just to blow it gently into your situation and bring peace, bring freedom? Or do you need knocking off your feet, to be honest? You're stuck. And you've been involved in some monumentally stupid things. And God just needs to blow all over you. He knows. He knows what you need. And I'm praying that God will bring you what he needs. By the fire of the Holy Spirit. And the wind of the Holy Spirit. And I love. That all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a new day in church history. Right here. Because previous to this, the Holy Spirit used to come on men and women for a purpose. He came on the prophets to prophesy and the preachers to preach. He came on the creatives and the artists to build the temple, read it all the way through the Bible. He came and he went. He came on the worship leaders to write the great songs of the worship. He came and went, the Holy Spirit. And then suddenly there's a time when all of them can be filled not just the kings and priests and worship leaders but all of them all of us can be filled and we're meant to be filled right now it's not like were you filled with the holy spirit in that move of god in the 70s or whatever it is right now the bible says we're meant to be being filled with the holy spirit you know that be, be So right now, like the question isn't, were you filled with the Holy Spirit and, you know, shabba dabba doo, God fell down or whatever in 1978. The question is, are you being filled with the Spirit a quarter to twelve on this Sunday morning in Salford? Because we leak, guys. We need filling. We need filling to overflowing. We all need filling. And all of them, the Bible says, began to speak in other tongues and this wasn't the kind of tongues that we experience in the church mainly today this was of a a different order because everybody for every language could hear them Vicky came to speak at this absolutely amazing event earlier in the week we did for our little church we planted over there and uh, it was just beautiful what was happening and Cyril Some of you might know Cyril Wyndon, who came from the VO house, was from the most broken, chaotic, horrendous background of addiction and crime and abuse beyond belief, this man. And, And he's running this precious work at The Message called Minds Matter, which is for people with mental health problems. It's just amazing to see Cyril. But he speaks with a broad Manchester accent. And I had two South African people next to me. And the guy said... I cannot understand a word this man is saying, we are speaking the same language and I cannot understand the word that Cyril was saying, people are like that in church all the time, they're kind of, we're talking, but I cannot understand what this guy or girl is going on about, but suddenly when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they became masters of culture, everybody could understand he could hear it in language they could understand it made sense to them and maybe god that could happen to you today suddenly you're here and you come into church and it was all a bit weird i don't get it i hear the noise but it doesn't connect with me suddenly god is speaking to you it can happen by the power of the holy spirit and there on that day it was like the curse of Genesis 11, there was a curse that was brought down on the earth because there was a people in Babel who said, We're going to build a tower and we're going to build this tower to make a great name for ourselves. And God said, No, you're not. You are not going to build a tower to make a great name for yourself. I'm going to bring confusion and they ended up divided with multiple language they were broken and separated because it became all about them if i ever build the message in a way that that is all about me and it's trying to push me forward it will become a curse but these people weren't looking to make a name for themselves. Listen what it says in Acts chapter 2. As they were filled with the Spirit and spoke in other tongues so everyone could understand. Guess what? They were declaring the wonders of God. That's what this church is all about. That's what victory outreach globally is all about. It's just to declare the wonders of God. We're here to lift high his name. Well, We're here to make sure as much as we possibly can that Jesus gets the honor he deserves because of his great sacrifice for us. So really for the last few minutes of this little talk, I just want to declare the wonders of God. I want to try and do it in a language that you can understand. You see, because it's true. The great thing about Christianity is it's true. And the more you look into it with an open heart, the more you discover it's true. And the other amazing thing about Christianity is it works. Do what it says in the book and you reap the rewards for all eternity as (laughs) promised. It's true and it works. And in the Old Testament, there's like... Hundreds and hundreds of prophecies over hundreds and hundreds of years, all focused on on the Messiah coming. Things you could never fix. I mean, like, exactly where he's going to be born and exactly what family line and exactly what his friends are going to do to him exactly what his life and ministry is going to be like how about this for a crazy one in psalm 22 a thousand years before crucifixion's even invented it says the messiah will come and he'll be pierced through his hands and feet and they'll cast lots for his clothing All this, you can't fix those things. I mean, they must have read that. Pierced through his hands and feet. What's that all about? But fast forward a thousand years and he was pierced through his hands and feet, the Messiah. You know why he was pierced through his hands and feet? Because he was taking the punishment for every wrong thing you've ever done. He was our substitute. He came on on our behalf and he took the punishment that I deserve on the cross. It's all prophesied. Now there are one or two people, I guess who fulfilled one or two of those prophecies. Maybe there was somebody born in Bethlehem who died on a cross. May, may, you know, maybe there was somebody from, from David's line, you know, David's family line, whose friend, best friend, closest friend betrayed him. Maybe all that's going on. But there's nobody who fulfilled all 300 and odd very, very specific promises apart from one man. What's his name? Jesus. No, what's his name? Ah, Jesus. Our Jesus. He fulfilled every promise, every prophecy, like God's big spotlight. He really is who he said he is. And then he said, I'm going to build a church. I'm going to build a church. And you can imagine the Pharisees seeing him nailed to that cross. Oh, yes, you're going to build a church. Look at the state of you. You're dying a criminal's death. All your friends have run off saying they don't even know you you're there on the cross but because Jesus keeps his promises he's built a church and this day February the 18th is it 19th is the most exciting day in church history because around the world today more people are going to become Christians than at any time since he rose from the dead because he did rise (laughs) from the dead and he conquered (laughs) sin and death he rose from the dead and he left behind his Holy Spirit. He breathed on these 120 people 2,000 years ago. And he continues to breathe on people so they can declare his wonders. So they can Because what happened, the next thing that happened, of course, is the locks are off. <laughs> They're walking down the steps into the marketplace. Thousands of people are coming to church. And 2,000 years later, the church is still growing faster than ever. I'm just declaring the wonders of God. It's true, people. It works if you'll just apply it to your life. If you'll give your life to Christ surrender all to him put him in charge of your life come on we've tried living our way we've tried building a tower to ourselves it doesn't work it just results in chaos and destruction if you will build your life around christ and live by his word and gather around some cool people who'll spur you on guess what you'll be transformed it works bit by bit by bit by bit you will be coming more like jesus You'll not be what you should be, but wow, you will not be what you were. And there will come a day, I promise you, there'll come a day when you'll stand before God, it will happen to every single one of us, we'll stand before God when we die. And if you've accepted Christ into your life, you'll be welcomed into heaven. You will, honestly, it works. It works. I've been to two funerals in the last week. One was Michelle's, Auntie, desperately, desperately sad. Hardly any mention of God. We don't want a religious service. No hope. Nil hope. Horrible, horrible to even be there, to be honest. And I've also been to a funeral of my mate Simon Wrigley. The most triumphant, incredible, joyous occasion you've ever been to. It was just a privilege to be there because of the hope of the whole, And the last week of his life as he died from a horrible illness, to be fair, he was like orchestrating a party in intensive care. You've never seen anything like it. The joy of the Lord in that place. And that, that place of, you know, for me to live is Christ but to die is gain. I can't lose he's in this intensive care. Honestly, the difference Jesus makes, and there's none of that horrible illness where he is now, he's free, he's free. Fully, fully made right. Honestly, it works, people. It works here and it works there. Because when I stand before God, He won't look at what I used to be. He'll look at Jesus. I've been filled with His Spirit. I've been filled with Jesus. And I'm welcomed in as a son. Flipping it, that's amazing. I'm declaring something wonderful to you. The whole world needs to know that. It's true, isn't it? Come on, let's stand together. Lord, we need you today. We need your fullness. Fill us afresh. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, wind and fire. You know what we need, Lord. But we're determined to declare your wonders like never before. Yes, Lord, don't let us get stuck in this church building today like those people who are stuck in the upper room worshipping and praying but not making an impact on society. We want to be people of outreach not just with the name outreach but who reach out in your name. And just before I pray for people and I've hate, I've got no magic powers but the Lord loves to use ordinary people like me when there's an atmosphere of faith. So I'm going to pray for some people who are like, I really, really need a suddenly in my life. I need, I've been giving it everything I've got. I've not seen any breakthrough in my finances, in my health, in my family. And we need to see one of those suddenlies of God. I'm going to believe for them. I want to pray. And if you've got faith towards that, you know, I'm just going to ask you. But, But before we do that, I'm not coming this morning and not, giving people here who who need to give the life to Christ the chance to do that so if you're here this morning and you're not a Christian or you've gone far 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 away from God it's not some little recommitment I'm going to ask you to do a really brave thing and I want you to come and stand at the front in a moment I'm just going to pray a prayer if you're if you're not a Christian and you need to give your life to Christ, thats we've already got one guy. That's beautiful. It's worth crawling from me for this one guy. Crawling in this morning. Let me just pray. I pray, Lord, more salvation will spring up in this place. Even now, Lord, I pray men and women will surrender their life to you. So if you need to give your life to Christ, and I, we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray God's best blessing on you. And we're going to be excited because the Bible says there's rejoicing in heaven over one. So does anybody else just need to come out and stand in front of all these people and give your life to Christ? I'm just gonna wait a moment. Anybody else? Don't miss this opportunity, guys. Seriously, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you've gone far, far away from him and you need to come back today, I'm just gonna to wait a moment. Anybody else need to come out and stand in the front and say, here I am, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God. I'm going to milk this just one more moment because there might be somebody, and I've seen this before, like your heart's beating and it's just not your thing to go public. It's time to go public some people who love you and it's going to cheer you on so just if, if that's you thank you jesus let's pray with this guy come on church let's just pray let's pray and you pray this make this your own in your heart and your head mate let's all pray this out loud dear lord jesus take away every sin thank you for dying on the cross for me Be alive in me, Jesus. Fill me with your spirit, Jesus. With your help, Lord, I'll declare your wonders wherever I go. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And you don't, you know, I'd love to pray with you at the end of the service, mate, but you don't become a Christian by coming to the front. You become a Christian by receiving Christ into your life making him Lord turning away from your sins and if you want to do that please just come and see him at the end and I'd, nothing would give me greater joy and nothing's a greater privilege but let's just pray for some people who need to see us suddenly maybe there's one or two people and like you've even felt this week I'm done with this just going back and again to the Lord. I've seen to get nowhere with my health and my family and my finances. And as I say, I've got nothing to offer you apart from Jesus loves you. And he can just bring you back to church next week with a remarkable testimony of what's happened this week. Do you believe that can happen? It can happen. So if you, that's you that just resonates I need this suddenly breakthrough moment just raise your hand right where you are just raise your hand you know God knows he knows all your hearts he loves you so much his heart beats with love towards you and I pray Lord you'll give my brothers and sisters in this church breakthrough moments this week just like Jeremy where his finances are transformed just by a phone call or a visit or whatever or a new opportunity Lord open doors to financial provision where people are just right up against it pray for people who've been reaching out for healing for themselves and the family let that healing come Lord thank you that you're willing to hold some things back so that we know it's you when it happens. Let this be the week, Lord, of breakthrough in health. I pray for relationships that are just shattered. Mums who are severed and broken from the kids. I pray for, for couples who are all shiny on the outside, but inside it's a nightmare at home. I pray breakthrough will come this week. In Jesus' name. I pray you'll help us to make good choices, but you more than meet us halfway, Lord. And I pray in Jesus' name. For these addictions to be broken. They're going to kill people, Lord, unless you break them suddenly, Lord. But you meet men and women more than halfway. No going back. No going back to that curse. Lifting their eyes and looking to you. Jesus, set us on fire. And Lord, give us a testimony to tell to a hurting world. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Victory Outreach Manchester is a family in the city and we are here for you. Visit us every Sunday in person at the church building or live on Facebook and YouTube at 10am. Go to our website vomanchester.org.uk for more information.